Now you listen to me. I don't want any plastics. I don't want any ground floors. And I don't want to get married to anyone. You understand that? I want to do what I want to do. And you, and you, Line it up. To edit. Really? Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh. All right, dude. So tell us why you hate the. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the phrase you decided for the. The little C, the local C. The local C. Okay. Or the little C. Little C, big C. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a way to go into it. <sighs> you know, I just really I feel like I could be so much more empowered as a believer. Like as an individual believer. Oh, so you're going right now. Like that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah. I just I agree. I think that we're not Oh frick. Oh yeah. Get that light on. <laughs> like I just think that the current state of this model we have takes away people's potential. Uh, yeah, like potential or accountability or empowerment as a part, like them being a part of the big C. Like yeah. the body. Yeah. That's how I feel. And, you know, I, like, I'm not your average Joe Schmo, you know, like we're yeah. not, like we, we, we have put in time and effort to not like to be better. I don't know, like to be more educated believers. Yeah. Because yeah. We, we care. Not only that, we've put a lot of time into these local seas. Yes. Like thousands of hours. Yes, because because we like we genuinely care. Yeah. Yeah. And it just feels like what we've been talking about for the last few months is like there's this creeping feeling that we've been having where we we enjoy the community. We know the community is necessary. We enjoy hearing a good word. Right. And that's necessary. We enjoy the worship, and that's necessary. And our our generation's numbers are way down right. going to the local sea. And I think it's because not only are they seeing all of these hypocrites come out with these scandals, they just don't want to be a part of something as corporatized as it's become. Yeah. 
and it really like when you say corporate corporatized it, i mean it really is that that's what they are they really are businesses at the end of the day the local c is a business and when you put it like in that in that frame of mind Like, kind of like I said before, like, no wonder we have a bunch of believers that are just consumers. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel going into, like, any local sea. I feel like I'm shopping. Right. Even when I don't, I'm not trying to. Yeah. And it sucks because there's a lot of great pastors that genuinely care to reach people and they're frustrated because 70% of their time has to be taken up at, with the responsibilities of a CEO because of just the nature of, that it is a small business. It has to be run by a CEO and like they didn't sign on for that. They signed on to love people. Yeah. And it sucks that, they have to think about those types of things. They have to they have to worry about being sued. They have to worry about cash flow and expenses and all the things that come with the building and it it's not that they're doing it on purpose most of the time. It's just simply like the model is just imperfect in that sense. And like there's never gonna be a perfect model, but I think we can do better. Yeah. Or offer something different. Right? Like, that's what we were saying. There seems to be no in-between for people. Yeah. I think... Kind of like what we talked about before. I don't necessarily necessarily think that... The, the local C is a bad thing. Agreed. Right? Yeah, like, we don't think so. wrong with it. No. I truly don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. It's when we act like that's all there is. Mm. Like when we make the whole faith built around that. Mm. What do you mean? I think that's where we make our mistake. I think it's like you said, it... It takes away our potential. We feel like it makes you feel. What was the? What did you say at the very beginning? Disempowered. Disempowered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you feel less empowered, like mm-hmm. as a believer, because you're relying on this local C, this corporate entity, entity or whatever, to basically like take care of your faith for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I feel like someone hearing that, like what I just said. I think a lot of people would be upset. <laughs> because I think the first I don't know. I I think that people, you know, would say like, you know, my church doesn't take care of my faith like I I'm responsible for my own faith. And yeah, everyone is responsible for their own faith for sure. But I just think we 
we use <laughs> I said it. <laughs> we use the local C as like a as a crutch way too often. <sighs> In a lot of ways. For ministry, for serving, for worship, prayer. I think a lot of times there's this pressure that it all has to be done through mm. the local sea at all the time. Mm. And I think that's what makes believers feel less empowered. Mm. Like, what frustrates me is why when we think of the word, like what we're saying as the local sea, when we think of that word, we don't, we think of a building. We don't really think of it as the body. Right. Or like yeah, the big right. C. Or when we or think of... Or a brand. Right. Or, or yeah. when we think of worship, we think of someone on stage. Yeah. Singing, instead of living your life as a holy sacrifice pleasing to God. Right. Or... What's another one? Serving. When we think of serving, we think of doing it in the local C building yeah. or through the local C. Stacking chairs. Yeah, or yeah. Greeting people. Yeah. And again, we're not saying that's... Nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with that. And there's a huge part of that where you can do it at your job. You can do that in your home. And you don't have to feel guilty if you don't have enough time to do it at your local C. Right. I think that's what we're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Worship is not just singing in the morning, right? At your local sea. It's everything that you do that's unto God. Yeah. But when we think of that, typically most people think of those just very specific things because that's most of what we do. I think you're right. That, yeah. That is the problem. Because when you do, for almost, oh, I would bet that for every, or most believers, you know, the people just like go to church casually. If you were if you're to say church, worship, and service, mm -hmm. right, like serving, like those three things that you just said, like the number one thing they would think of is their church building. That, like, that's first on their mind. And then worship, yeah, is someone singing or, you know, it's like, it's worship time. And then, you're right, like, serving at the church. is It's like the bigger picture is being totally just, like, kind of swept over. Mm. What is the bigger picture? <sighs> the bigger picture is... I think what, I mean, the bigger picture, I think, is the entire Christian life, mm. right? I think the bigger problem is that people don't want to go to their local Z. Like, non-believers do not want to go. Most of them do not want to go. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're not going. I, I mean, the biggest drop. I'm not gonna lie, most of the time I don't want to go. The the biggest <laughs> drop off was after COVID. 
Yeah. And people just didn't go back. And it's frustrating for me. I want you to finish your thought. It's frustrating for me when I feel like I'm a salesman asking someone if they want to come with me on a Sunday morning. Yeah. That's what's frustrating for me. Okay, but that's what that's what we're taught though. That's what's frustrating to me. <laughs> because that's all people know how to do. Mm. That's what every churchgoer is taught is to be like a this salesman. Like, all right, here's your pitch. You can win people and bring them to church. Mm. Instead of like actually spending time with people, discipling people, mm. building relationships, and truly loving people. And that like that actually takes sacrifice. That's that's tough. Yeah. To meet people where they're at, especially when they don't they don't care really. Hi Sam. What's up? <laughs> I let you interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were saying. I was gonna say that's it's tough. It's tough to to take time out of your day um, to meet people where they're at, especially when they don't speak the same language as you. Yeah. Or they don't like. It may tell you some things that they're doing, and it may be easy to be like, whoa. Yeah. But, like, that's the point. Like, that, the point is to show people that believers are not all self-righteous hypocrites. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I've, I've found that... I think ministry is so much easier when you're not trying to be a mm. salesman. Mm. There's no pressure to like win them over or anything. You literally, all you have to do is just love them. Mm. Just genuinely care about who they are and get to know a person. Like that's easy. Anybody can do that. Yeah. Just ask questions. Yeah. Be curious. Exactly. Be curious. Don't try to dismantle their worldview the first or second time you're meeting with them. Right. Just because you're insecure with your faith. Right. Like, be willing to listen to... Because once, once, they, once they show... Once they, they get past the part where every other believer has been like, duh, 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 That's wrong! Yeah. Once they get past that part with you and you just, you're like, okay, interesting. Interesting. And they're like, oh, he's not like, crucify him. Right. He's actually listening to me or she's actually listening to me. You, right. a lot of times will, over time, earn their trust and you'll get down to a deeper nugget of what they're really dealing with. But you would yeah. never do that if you just tried to be like, well, no, that's not right because da 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 da. Right. And I'm not saying don't stand up for your faith when it's appropriate. I just yeah, think we we take up arms too fast. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna move this a little closer because I'm freezing. Yeah, it's like probably like 30 degrees right now. 35 maybe. I'm gonna put this 
<laughs> right in front of me, dude. <sighs> I'm a little cold. Me too. We're doing this yeah. for you guys. For we you couldn't guys. get one in earlier this week, so we had to do it at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Out in the Texas country. Out in the Texas country. (laughs) (sighs) I have a question for you. Shoot. How soon... Oh, sorry, I guess. How... How early... Do you think that, like, you started feeling, mm. like, that way mm. about the local sea? I think I first started to notice little things here and there, probably at Sagu. But, like, I didn't, I didn't really... It was like just like little things here and there. I'd be like, oh, that's like a, that's a pattern that's repeating. Or just, I would just notice those things. And then I'd say probably once we got, and I, I, I had grown up in one local scene my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like just one for 20, yeah, me you know, too, pretty much. like 18, 19 years. Yeah. And so I didn't really know that I'd gone to other churches a little bit here and there, but when I, when I, got out of high school I really like went around and just went to different churches met different people and I started to see the same theme come up where it's like oh okay cool like there's a system for doing this this I didn't notice it as good or bad I just noticed it uh-huh. and then it was probably about two years ago when I really started to slowly feel like is there something wrong with me <laughs> because like I'm having time in the word in the morning I'm doing what I'm I'm praying like I'm praying throughout the, like I'm doing my best to be a good believer because like, what I've been taught and I feel like I have a pretty open relationship with God yeah the best I can and Like, my point is, I feel like I was doing everything I was supposed to do. Yet, when I was on at a local sea, it could have been, it could be any, like, several that I've gone to. I just have this, this feeling of, like, powerlessness or disempowerment where it's like, I want, like, if the word, like, if the pastor's preaching a good word and I could tell he really cares. I'm like, dang, I logically really care about this. Mm. But there's something that is just holding me back or, or I just don't feel like I'm a part of this. Like, I feel like this is his thing. And I, I do my best to be a good like team player, right? Like I want to be a good servant. But I just started to notice, I'm like, why? There's something wrong with me. If there is, great. Like, I'll fix it. I'll do whatever I need to do to fix it. I'll serve more. I'll do something different. I don't know. And then I started talking to other people and realized that 
that was not an uncommon feeling. Mm. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, I'm not saying this as like a bad thing. I'm just simply saying I noticed it. I'm just neutral. I'm like, wow, I'm just noticing this feeling and I don't like it. Yeah. And I think that's where we started to really, later on, we started to really try to figure out and put words to that. Yeah. Which is still difficult too. Really difficult. Yeah, I'm trying to think. For me, when it was, I don't know. I guess at Sagu, a little bit, yeah. Especially after all those chapels, dude. <laughs> those will, those will do it to you. <laughs> and I remember there was, there was, there was one semester where. I can't remember if it was junior year. It might have been junior year where I, I mean, I don't think I went to church at all. Like, <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I went at all. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but I think, I think one, just because of all the chapels, I was like, dude, there's, there's no point in me going. Like, I get, I'm in service five days a week. <laughs> So, yeah, already I was just kind of burnt out, but I think as I, as I began to like read the word more and understand the church more and just like started seeing how some things just didn't really quite line up with or hit the same way. Yeah, just like with what I felt like the Bible teaches. Not to say that, I don't want to say that the local seas are, you know, like going against the Bible directly or anything. No. But... I don't know. I just think that they miss the mark on a lot of things. Mm. And I felt that a lot in college. And then I think, I think ever since I got out, it's just gotten like those feelings just increased more and more. Mm. And I think I, and I think I know I've noticed more and more things mm. Where I'm just like, dude, like, stuff's, something's got to change. Or, mm. cause we're not, I don't, I don't know, I don't really see, I don't know, people's lives being changed. But I don't really want to say that either. <laughs> cause who am I to judge? Mm. You know, whether or not something, like, the Lord touches people in different ways and, pro- and in probably a lot of ways that I don't see. Right. Mm. So I don't want to, I don't want to make that assumption either. I don't know. It's just, I think it's, it w- is hard to describe it. A way to simplify it for me is you have the problem. The problem is millennials and Gen Z are the lowest attending generations ever. Yeah. To local seas. That is a problem for believers. It is a problem. 
And then you have the older generation who's sticking their finger at them saying the reason they're not doing that is because they're they're bad, they're no good, they're they're not hardworking, they're lazy, etc. And it's frustrating for me as a believer trying to reach my peers when I don't feel like they even have a chance if they even do come to want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like no offense to the, to all the local seas out there because it's tough. But a lot of them have a really sucky young adults program. <laughs> and it's the last thing on the list. It's the last thing they try to do because they say, well, kids is, and youth are most important because that is usually attached to a family, which brings in bit better attendance and helps the, it helps the church grow. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's just good business. Yeah. It's frustrating to me that the model is like that. And then the church will, the little C, the local C will point fingers back and will say like, well, you know, they don't even want to come. And it's like, and, and maybe some, some will try and some will not. I think that logically, when we look at the evidence, the evidence is very clear that what we're doing right now as the body the big C is not working for our generation. It is tanking. It yeah. is brutally failing, like up in flames, smoldering, not working at all. In fact, it's pushing them away even more. From everyone that I've talked to who've tried to go to church, who are struggling with their faith, who believe in God, but they don't believe in, in like our faith, Yeah. they all say, well, I've tried it, but everyone there sucks yeah. <laughs> or they judged yeah. me or I didn't want to give my money to a, to a local C that I knew was just going to put it back towards a, bit, a bigger, better building. And it's like, it hurts to hear that because it's hard to refute. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's hard to refute Zach. And how, I mean, how could you refute it? it? It's the truth. <laughs> yeah. And it hurts my heart that that's the, that, that they're so right. And I think the reason we've pushed ourselves to do this whole thing that we're doing is to, I mean, at least try to come up with a different way of doing this in a way that still aligns with the word, still is true to God, still true to our faith. But it is trying to reach our generation and the millennials in a way that will actually is meaningful to them. Like we're trying to go to them instead of asking them to come to us. Yeah. And I've noticed just, and, and Taylor's noticed too, like we're trying this out in our personal, like we're building this philosophy and we're trying this out in our personal lives and it's working. Like yeah. people that she and I have been inviting to come with us on Sundays for so, so long. And every time they'll either ghost us or say no, like, or uh, not for me we have just been saying, let's just go hang out with them. Let's just go listen to them. Let's just, let's just go spend quality time with them and just love on them. And that has like blown the lid off of our ability to reach them because it shows that we really care. Yeah. They really feel like we're not just trying to sell them to come on a Sunday morning, but that we're genuinely just checking up on them. And yeah, they may like spout out their their thing or maybe they'll tell us about what they did the, the weekend before and how crazy it got or whatever and we just we don't 
we don't do what a like self-righteous Christian would do. We just don't judge them to their face, <laughs> make right. them feel bad. We just we just sit there and listen and I don't know what happens, man, but it's like it just feels like we get out of the way of God and we just let God do his thing. Right. And we just let him we let him love on him, love on them. And it's easy. And it's so it's easy, easy, dude. And I feel right? like so good afterwards. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't get a chance to share my faith or whatever then, but like I know that two or three or four or five conversations down the line, they're going to eventually be like, Man, you know what? You've been listening to me a lot lately. Like, tell me about you. What do you think? Yeah. What do you believe? What is going on with you? Because you put so much equity in their bank account. Yep. That they feel like they're in, they're they're owed, they're indebted to you, and then they'll actually listen to what you have to say. Yeah, dude. And that takes work. That takes work, man. It's not one conversation. It's most of the time five to ten. Right. Before they'll ever open up like that. It's true. Sometimes more than that, and so. Dude, sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes of years of just friendship. Yeah, and so that is what we've been trying out and it has just felt so much better. And man, I was talking with Sam and we really hit it on the head with this. I was talking about how I like met one of my, one of my friends, right? Like I was hanging out with him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I told him basically what I just said. And he was like, we were both like, dude, if we are as believers, the big C, we are the body. Mm hmm then you brought you brought like church to them yeah right because you are the big Dude, c exactly and i think that exactly. is what we are trying to say yes it may not be like it in its entirety but you're a little piece of it like yeah you're a little piece of it and you can bring it to them exactly bro oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, dude, you hit it on the nail. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's the whole idea. That's what it means to empower the believer. It's to feel like they don't have to, oh, if I can just get him, if I can just get them to come to church, then maybe they'll hear God, then maybe something will happen. But no, you get to bring that to them because mm -hmm. you are a part of that body you carry that power inside of you inside mm -hmm. of you that's what we believe yeah. right so if we believe that then we should have no problem being able to just go unafraid and just be able to sit and hang out love on just be with a person mm. that you might not even like very much. <laughs> but and you're, I will, you're right, dude. You're right. And I, and I will say, too, uh, it does work. Like you were saying, dude, there are people, there are still guys um, from the warehouse I worked at two years ago that uh i mean I, I think you know like every friday mm -hmm. 
uh, every Friday night. Not every Friday night, but every once in a while. Um, two of the guys there had like a this little like tradition of going to this bar or whatever. And so they started inviting me. I was like, sure, I'll go. Like, why not? So I'll go hang out with them and I would have like, you know, a drink or two, whatever, and just get like chips and salsa. But it was crazy because just by sitting there and talking to them, like almost nine times out of 10, like when like religious conversations would come up, like it was them that brought it up. Wow. Yeah. Like we'd just be talking and then I think like after that time they had known that I was a Christian, um, a believer. And uh which I guess it's not really a lot of times people just ask me where I'm from, right? Or like what I did for school and then like, oh okay, so <laughs> you're a believer. <laughs> uh but yeah, every time though, every time it came to like a God conversation though, almost every time it was then that brought it up. Wow. And uh, and it was cool just kind of having those conversations. They never, to my knowledge, so I mean, to my knowledge, like they never really led to anything so far. Actually, no, that's actually actually that's wrong. Um, one of the guys uh, I went, he became a barber. And last summer, I went and got a haircut from him um, before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot about this. I'm, like, sitting in the chair, and he's cutting my hair. And he's, like, he's telling me, he's, like, yeah, man. You know, uh, I started talking to this girl. And uh, we've been dating for, like, a couple months, whatever. And, uh, dude, I started going to church. Because I just started going, like, I don't know, man. Like, this whole God thing, the Bible, I'm digging it. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's freaking Let's awesome, go. man. Like, <laughs> what the heck? And uh, and he was one of the guys that, that I went um, to the bar with. And then another dude, um, dude, he, he texted me this morning, actually. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy because I never would have thought that even after leaving that job, I mean, dude, how many jobs have you had? Like three, four. And how many, like five, how often do you keep in touch with the people? Not often. Like, yeah. Like you're the coworkers. Not after often. You leave, like, yeah, it was crazy. Cause like those guys, we hung, like we, I don't know. Like we just really connected, uh, pretty well at the job. And like, we just talked all the time. And, uh, but I think they could tell that I, like, actually cared about Mm. them, you know, like, genuinely was interested to hear their thoughts and, like, what they cared about Mm. and, like, their lives and everything. And, uh, they still hit me up, like, all the time, ask me how I'm doing and, like, yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. All it took is just... Just listening to them, dude. I never had to ask them to church. Or... I never, like... Condemned them. 
for something stupid. I was just being their friend. It's that easy. It really is that simple. I think that is what the Bible talks about. I think that's what Jesus talks about when he talks about the salt. And he says, what happens to the salt when it loses its flavor? Mm-hmm. Like when he says, you're the salt of the earth, right? And when the salt loses its flavor, it's worthless. It's just thrown out and trampled upon. And so, because I think they said, they say that they use salt for flavoring, which I guess we do now. But as a believer, as people who are to be the flavor like we, we should be people that draw people in. Mm-hmm. Like people should be, people should enjoy being around us. They shouldn't feel like that they're going to be judged. They shouldn't feel like they're going to be condemned or blamed or pointed fingers at. Mm. They should be, when they're around a believer, they should and that's, that's how it was to be around Jesus. Mm. You know, like, all these people were drawn to him. I think it should be the same for us. Mm. It should be, they should be able to, someone should be, someone that's around a believer should feel like, oh my gosh, this guy actually really cares about me. Like, mm. it feels good to be around this person. That's how it should feel. <clears throat> It's really sad that that's not the case. Yeah. Like, what happened, man? Where all of these people we're talking to have had such bad experiences with people that call themselves believers. I mean, no one's perfect for sure. And right. And I want to like di- again make a disclaimer. We're not telling you not to go to your local sea. We're not telling you not <laughs> yeah. to be a part of that community. We're a part of that community. Yeah, we are now, still. Yeah. yeah. As of right now, we are still actively a part of that community. And enjoy it. Yeah. We're just simply having free thought. <laughs> and want to share that with other people. and want to hear y'all's thoughts. We're not saying stop going. We're not saying it's bad. We're just talking. Like we're just having a, an open conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there's like we've talked about this before. I think there is huge benefit to having local seas. Yeah. And it's nice it, to have a a building to come meet to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a great asset for believers. But it's, I mean I think I in my opinion, I think it should really just be the starting line mm. for your Christian faith. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Like just something to get you on your feet as mm-hmm. a believer. I think, and I think local seas are great for that. Like you have Sunday school sermons, right? You have worship, like you're taught how to do all these things. But if that's the extent of the faith, yes, then right, like your, your faith is going to be so shallow mm. forever and unfulfilling. Yeah, it's never truly going to be lived out. Mm. I feel like a lot of people are going to be mad (laughs) at this (laughs) maybe not I know my parents will be upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild that people get up so upset when you just start to question things. <laughs> like, you can put all the disclaimers out there that you want, but that comment, sec- that comment section knows no bounds. <laughs> it knows no bounds. That's the beauty of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Public discourse. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to write a bad comment just because I feel like it. (laughs) These guys are idiots. (laughs) What do they know? So what do you think... What do you think... The best move is... Because obviously, like we've talked about, like I don't think it's necessarily, obviously we don't want to just get rid of churches. No. Right? That's not the goal. Not at all. At all. Not even close. Yeah, not even close. And I don't, I, I don't think I would want to discourage people. From going to churches, right? Mm-mm. I just wish that for the people who were able to, there was more in-betweens. And what I mean by that is there were yeah. more places to go that were less threatening to people who have church hurt and to, not, and to people who aren't a part of our faith yet or they're interested or whatever yeah i wish i wish more people would have in home like i wish more people would invite others into their home like i think i I think that just going to a coffee shop and having a one-on-one conversation with someone and being intentional yeah is as simple as it has to be having a conversation at work at you know I say the water cooler because I'm thinking about the show, The Office. <laughs> but I don't know. If I, I don't know how many water water coolers are in offices anymore. Oh, <laughs> but uh, just having like <laughs> genuine interactions with people with no agenda because people smell that. Yeah. They smell it when 
you're hiding something, when you have an agenda, you're trying to, you, you, you're, you're bringing some BS, like, people can sniff that out so fast. Yeah. So you might as well just be genuine. Might as well. You might as well. Like, not everyone has to have this dream that we have to go start a coffee shop and have it be a community and all this stuff. Like, you don't have to do that. It can just be as simple as go hang out with the people. Like, be intentional with the people you know are hurting. Yeah. And just listen. Ask. Ask intentional questions. Be curious. Just be a good person. Treat them how you'd want to be treated. And if you have the capacity to do more, great. Do more. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I th- I, th- I think I agree, dude. I I think. I think that even this um, this whole Bible study thing we're starting up now, which that was out of nowhere. Oh yeah, we talked about that already, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I think that even doing something like that, where it's just a few dudes getting together, studying the Bible. Mm. Hanging out. Like, to me, that's just as much church as any service or anything, like, on a Sunday. Yeah. Right? Like... I agree. It's on the same... It should be on the same level. Exactly. It should should be on on the same level. Plain. Oh, yeah. I would even say this, dude. I think that something like this is on the same level. I agree. Like, <laughs> all church is. I know I keep. It's all right. Yeah. I don't know how else to. I don't either. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all it is is an assembly of believers. That's it. Yeah. That, like, to its core, that's what the church is. Yeah. It's an assembly of believers. And I think that's what we were saying with, through these times where we're meeting at these buildings at different events, whether that's a young adult event or whether that's a Sunday service, Wednesday, whatever, like, we've had these experiences where we're getting to spend time with people and meet people we've never met before. And we're like, oh, wow, having these great, conversations and then boom it gets cut off because it's like oh we're we're using this building so we got to have a we got to have worship we got to have a message we got to get you guys out of here yeah and it's so frustrating let me say it this way it's so nice when there's not that agenda there's not a schedule dude you can just let the holy spirit work in through the conversations let people bring up what's really going on and then you end up talking about the Bible. You end up talking about Scripture. You end up t- you even you end up giving a little word to each other, and you leave like so encouraged. Like I met a new Jeez. person. Oh my god! And it's like 
why is that not just as important as going and having a worship, going having worship and message? That's I think what we're pointing at. We're pushing back on that, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> can we just get out of our? Can we just get out of God's way? <laughs> like. can we just get out of God's way I don't know can we I don't know man I don't know it's hard for me I'm in his way all the time (laughs) I'm always in his way man trying to get out (sighs) yeah that's real dude I was going to say something like 10 seconds ago. I know, I totally cut you off. No, I don't think you did. But. Well, we're not stopping until you remember, so. It'll come to you. It's, yeah, maybe. Wait, we, what you were saying right before. What was I saying? Well, that's what I'm, I'm trying to remember what you were saying. What were you saying? I, like, I had just gone into the. You know, we're having a good time meeting people at these events, and then we have to stop and go into a worship and message. And before that, we were talking about how people can. What I, what would, what did I say before that? You were talking about how like things like what we're doing here, getting together with a group of guys, hanging out with people is just as important as getting together for a service on Sunday. Yeah. Maybe I said everything I was going to say. Maybe you did. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I had something else to say. But. (sighs) I do have to say this. Is that it has... It has felt really, really good to not be so involved Mm. at the local sea. And that's crazy coming from you because you are someone who like so selflessly gives of your time. Like sometimes to the point where I'm like, that's unhealthy. (laughs) So for you to say that. Shows that you really put in some serious time and hours and got pretty burnt out. Yeah. I'm serious. Well, I I mean, yeah. I would just go through a cycle of of overexerting myself and, like, saying yes to all these things to, to the point where I am burnt out. And then, like... You know, I would pull back from everything, mm. and then, and then slowly again say yes to this, get involved in this, do this, and like just like, and I find myself again like overextended, mm. and finally I was just like, dude, I gotta stop doing this, yeah, because. 
it's just not good. It's not good for you. You're never gonna see like real growth as a person like that. And I feel like for me, like this past year, since I've served less, like dude, it has just been, it has been freaking awesome, dude. I feel, I felt just so much more free, like as a believer. Uh-huh. Because I feel like I can, dang the light. It's all, all right. right. I feel like I can serve where I want to, like where I feel led to. Mm. Like in your daily life? <laughs> Just like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a way to put it. <laughs> I have a way with words. <laughs> no, but I've noticed that. Yeah. You seem healthier. I feel healthier. (laughs) Like all around. Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy though is that 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 is so unbelievably common for Mm. people who Mm. get involved with their local seas. Yeah. Especially I've noticed with with small local seas because yeah. they find out you can do one thing and like, oh, can you do this then? And then can you do this and that? And then you're serving yeah. in like, you know, four or five different services. <laughs> and then you feel guilty when you have to pull back. You feel like it's your, like yeah. you're in the wrong. Yeah. And again, it's, it's simply, it's literally a necessity for these local seas to ask people to do that. Because they can't operate otherwise. Because of this corporate model. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's broken in that sense. It just, it eats up people. It's like a people machine. It eats (laughs) them up and spits them out. With no regard for their, their personal well-being. And it's like, it's not because they don't care about people. They do. They want people. That's right. why they started the local Z. Because they care about people. It's just simply the nature of this beast that we've created. We've looked at, oh, what's corporate America doing? Oh, they're looking at quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. All about growth, growth, growth. Cash flow. Growth. Great. Let's build a system where that's all we care about. How many, how many numbers can we get in our church? How many buildings can we build? How many yeah. people can we get in here? Let's not, let's not create metrics around depth, depth of how they're growing. Let's create metrics around just growth. Who cares if it's transfer growth church to church? But as long as we're getting people in the door, that's what matters. And I'm being sarcastic and I'm being a little... I'm being a little satirical, like to make nah, a, man, that was good. To make a point, <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> that like we've we've copied corporate America, and it's really hurting us. It's hurting everyone, not just not just people that go into your local sea and serve there, but the pastors themselves, 
they're, they're, what's the word? They're, they're like tied down almost. They're like, they're like operating with one hand tied behind their back ministry wise because they have all these other responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really seem like it's super beneficial for anyone in a way because because like what you just said with, for the pastors it's very taxing for the pastors and for and for I mean any leader a volunteer yeah which burns them out can can lead to church hurt because if someone quits they're you know they feel guilty or they might be condemned or whatever mm. um and then it also hurts the people who don't go because then it just, the church just looks worse and worse, mm. you know, like yeah. it gives them less and less of a reason to go. Mm. Yeah. Good point. <sighs> you hear that? Yeah. It's back there. Yeah. Well, I think we've given them an, enough to chew on for the <laughs> for the night. I'm uncontrollably shivering right now. Seriously, dude? Yeah. Dude, here. Thanks. I'll put this right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I do want to say I think we're out of frame, probably. Maybe not. Oh, I Maybe mean, not. that's all right. I mean, who cares? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do, like, uh, I feel bad. I don't want to... I do hate just, like, just complaining about something. Me too. I want to be part of the solution. Same. Because it's easy to complain. And I do feel lame when, like, I don't know, when I just sit around and, like, talk bad about something like, too. like that. This doesn't help anything, really. But, like, we've talked about, like, there is a problem. There is a clear problem mm -hmm. that needs to be identified and called out. Mm hmm and dealt with mm -hmm. and I think that's what we're trying to do we're trying to figure out a solution yeah and the first and so, part of that is identifying the problem I think that's, right. what, that's what we're doing here is we're trying to put words to the problem right and is what we're doing the solution I don't know no I don't know maybe but we're trying at least we're that's, trying yeah we might look back on this in a year or two and be like man we really missed the mark <laughs> yeah. in that maybe. first episode or I don't know, but we may hopefully we'll look back and see, wow, we really have developed this idea. Yeah. And you know what? A lot I'm better. Yeah. I'm still going to be plugged in at my yeah. local scene. We're still going to yeah. keep going. Still going to keep going. We're still going to keep pouring into people. We love our pastors. Yes. We love the people we are involved with. 
literally zero like animosity zero zero it's just it's healthy to challenge ideas it's healthy to challenge the status quo that's how you get better yes and if we build this whole crazy thing up and you know god makes it this whole thing like there's going to be someone that comes along in 20 years that's like gonna emphasize a different part of what we're emphasizing yeah that's great because that's how it should be it's a pendulum yeah swings yes i welcome that same yeah because it's healthy and no one's ever going to be perfect no one's ever going to have the perfect system it's impossible yeah yeah it's true doesn't mean you don't try but Bro, all right. I'm uh, peace. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> it's cold. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Dang.